Hello, welcome to the Northern Monkeys football show. The Euros is finished, so now it's back down to business. And we're going to start with the preview um, of the Football League season starting. It's transfer winner special is what we're effectively going to have today. We're going to talk about the big Premier League transfers. Um, and then we've all been assigned a certain league we're going to look at. And we're going to go through the English pyramid to non-league um, and see if we can pick out some interesting and big signings, uh, as well as anything else that comes up in the next period of time that we are talking for. Um, Odie Pye is back with us. How has the heat wave hit you, Odie? Have you been all right, mate? Yeah, enjoyed it. Thanks. Have you, have you, is your skin survive? You've got a bit of ginger skin, haven't you? Yeah, I know we've burned really, really badly, but I've, I've uh, seems to have s uh, survived the burn this year, which marks a new period in my life. I'm quite happy with. Factor 50? No, not really. A little bit of sun came in there. It's, yeah, it's moving on. <laughs> Wayne, you, you've definitely burnt. Yeah, the whole back of my neck started peeling. I'm fucked. I could, that could have come from a light bulb, though, knowing me. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, and Nuttall makes his first appearance since pre-Euros final. I'm not going to ask you about it, but how are you doing? Cry, <laughs> you little bitch, cry. <laughs> I'm glad the domestic season is upon us for, for us this weekend, put it that way. Okay. Uh, yeah, there is the domestic season does start, and as I mentioned, I found out just literally minutes before we started that the League Cup does start this coming weekend uh, for two ties. Um, but we might mention that later on if, uh, if we've got time. Um, we're going to start with the Premier League. Um, there's only there are not many transfers. Again, I feel like I've been saying this all the time. It's a very strange transfer window. It's a very quiet transfer window. Um, but there's three standout transfers. One that's confirmed. Two that look like going through quickly. So let's start with the confirmed one. Uh, Jadon Sancho has moved to Manchester United. Um, a transfer that has, feels like it's been about three years in the making. Um, not all Sancho impressed at the Euros. I, I know he's done well in Germany, but I haven't watched him week in, week out. Um, potentially a really good signing for Man U, that. Uh, yeah, potentially. Uh, end of the day, you never, you never really know, and he's not a player we've watched regularly enough. We said pre-Euros that in an England shirt, he'd never really done anything. And and I know we said he impressed during the Euros, but how many minutes did he get on pitch? Not a lot, really. So we don't, for me, obviously stats had up in in Germany, but I've not seen enough in him to say yes, he's going to be a brilliant signing for Man U. The positions they've gone for, I'm a bit surprised that, although we know they've been after Sancho for a long time, I've always wondered why, because it's probably the strongest area on pitch, <laughs> down sides at attackers, especially with Formal Lingard got himself into towards back at season. Mm. Um, could, could be a brilliant signing, could be an absolute flop, you never know, do you, really? It's yeah. not too bad when you consider they spent fifty-nine million on uh, Di Maria, um, and that was five years ago. Now, basically, like that. that was a good signing when when they brought Di Maria in. You thought, oh, that's a really good signing, and he just flopped. Fred, yeah. what they pay for him? They paid seventy odd million. Fifty, at least, yeah, small. I feel like fifty-seven is about right for on that one. Um, yeah, I, I kind of agree with Nuttal. I don't get why they went for that position, but on paper, it's a good signing. Will be a good time for any Premier League team. Um, and I think it'll be a case of time will tell on that one. I, I won't. I wouldn't be expecting instant success. Right? I think 
because he's going to get rotated a lot in the early stages and they'll have to make a decision of who they want to keep at the club because I think Rashford, Greenwood, Lingard and Sancho, I don't think they can keep all of them. Um, I don't, well, I don't think they can keep all of them and keep them happy anyway. Um, but yeah, I think time will tell. I'm going to sit on the fence on that one. Typical. Typical way. Um, 90 million quid owed. Um, it's a hell of a lot of money. Um it's tough, tough to, it is tough. It looks like a really good signing. You know, if you're just looking at the stats and you're looking at the name Sancho, it looks like it's a really exciting signing. But really exciting signings don't necessarily win you the league, which is what Man U are going to be aiming to do. Yeah, it is. And, and to be fair, that's cheaper than what Dortmund wanted for him last mm-hmm. summer, where it, they wanted they wanted 100 or million for him. 112, yeah. I think we wanted to originally. Yeah, so. They're going cheaper a year later, and yeah, I mean everything you hear from from over in Germany says he's unbelievable. I mean, it sounds right. They were they were really surprised he weren't getting he weren't first name on sheet for England in Euro. So yeah, we'll have to see how he goes. I think obviously he'll be he came up through youth system, so he knows that that physicality to a certain extent. Uh, of what mm. English football brings, but yeah, uh, I, I'm pretty confident it'll be a good, it'll be a good time and not flop. Uh, but yeah, it is, it's a uh, a lot of money to spend on a player that's. Uh, well, can you say he's it's, torn it, up trees? He's untested, realistically. Yes. Any anybody on the, the time from overseas has, comes untested though in this in this yeah in the true. league, don't they? So and the his stats had up in Germany and I think Germany as a league is as close to Premier League as you're gonna get. So I don't I think mm. I think anybody that comes in is a is a risk in that respect. But it's not like he doesn't know English game, he was born and raised in England. He's played all his youth career in England. Uh so I don't I don't it could be a really good thing for him, particularly from an England perspective, because he's going to be playing with a few regulars. Your mm. Maguire, Rashford, your Lingard might even come back into the setup. Greenwood is going to be in the setup going forward. Henderson. I think playing regularly in this country, I don't know what happened there. And it was I think I think I think a helicopter landed in Wayne's house. <laughs> uh, but I just think being front and centre in England will probably help his cause. It's like Grealish. There were a massive outcry about Grealish not playing. There wasn't so much for Sancho during Euros. And I think that's because he's not front and centre and everybody's seen what he's doing. Yeah. Uh, and, and Sancho doesn't have hair like Grealish because Grealish's hair controls him. Um, I agree with what you said about Greenwood as well. I think Greenwood will force his way into that my new team. Um, even if they don't want him there. Yeah. Just to give you a few stats on Sancho because they are his stats are very very impressive. He scored scored thirty eight goals in one hundred and four appearances and assisted fifty one, which means he's contributed eighty nine goals in one hundred and four Bundesliga appearances. And like Nuttall says, this is not a farmers league in France where you're playing. You know the bottom te- bottom twelve teams are garbage. It's a reason. It's a pretty good standard. The top teams are very good, and even the rubbish teams are still at a reasonable standard. Um, so it's interesting. It's really interesting if, if we see it anywhere near those type of stats, then it'll be considered a huge success. And 
Man U are going to be aiming for title. They finished second last year, quite far behind City, all right. But they've got to be aiming for title this year because if they don't get anything other than that, then it's not a success, is it? They've got to go further in Champions League because they've got no time in group stages. Um, it's be interesting. I'm looking forward to the title challenge that they're going to bring. See, I can't see them sustaining a challenge. Personally, I still can't. Now, even if they get Varane, I can't because I think the two weak in midfield and people say Pogba, Pogba this, Pogba, Pogba's been shit for Man U since they walked back through the door. Uh, and Pogba's going. Pogba, it, it, well, I suppose he's going. Be, there, yeah, yeah. But, but, but good tournament, good tournament. He's good for France. He shows up for France, but he doesn't for Man U and and the weak in that area because of it. So are you saying that Paul Pogba's got to do better? And, Sorry, and, you don't look like Graham Souness. I'm just trying to work out that's all. <laughs> no. Yeah. I, I, I do agree. When we're talking about this, the strength and depth they've got in strike in, going forward, Pogba on his day is one of the best midfielders in the league, but his day is not often enough. And after that, they really struggle in that central area. But, yeah. but the pumping 90 million in, in attack when they don't necessarily need that position covering is a bit strange. Go You're on. not going to compete against City. No one's going to compete against City. For the it's a bit like the, so the, the link. And they've also got the issue that you're not going to win a league with Lindelof at centre-half. It's a, mm. it's a bit like the link to um, Trippier as well. It's like uh, Trippier's a good player. Uh, no doubt it would improve the squad. But do they really need to improve on Wan-Bissaka? I don't know. They've got areas mm. they ought to be focusing on more, I think. Yeah. You, t- you talk about I think that says a lot about Solskjaer as a manager, to be honest. You know, when you said about not being able to keep... Lingard, uh, Sancho, Rashford—all all them happy. Uh, I think it says a lot about Solskjaer, to be honest. And I, I, I agree. I don't think he will be able to keep them happy. Uh, the and that—that's gonna. Like you look at City, and they've got that strength in depth, haven't they? You know what I mean? There's, there's no, there's no kind of. You never hear about. Well, I'm not saying you don't hear about them altogether, but they're always there's a good team spirit there, and mm. I don't think I don't think Man United have got that. I think they've got too many individuals. Mm. I agree with yeah. that. Yeah, I think that look at Lingard. He 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 wants, but he should be playing first team football after after last season. But he's going to find himself in a situation where he's not first choice, and the chance of him playing is slim. Which means he's probably going to have to wait till January and get found out on loan somewhere again, and he's going to lost himself another six months um, because they wanted to bring in Jaden Sancho. Let's see what happens with that. Um, you mentioned Varane, um, Ode again. Somebody else coming from the continent who's got a very good reputation, um, a very very good CV with several Champions League winners medals, but he's coming into a different league. Unlike Sancho, he's not played in England before, so it is brand new to him. We've seen these players come in before in the past and really, really struggled. Lindelof were another one. They were, you know, very, very highly rated before he came to take him to England, and he sort of flopped a bit. Maguire's really helped him. Um, you'd assume it's going to go well if if Rowan Van comes in, but again, it's a huge risk. Yeah, but when you look at alternatives uh, to who's going to start alongside Harry Maguire. Uh, I think I think he'll be, I think he'll be good for him. Unfortunately, uh, <laughs> he, he, he brings that experience and all. Doesn't he? Look, look at the amount of experience he got. World Cup winner, 
Champions League winner, La Liga winner. I, I just think, and from what I've seen of him, and I'm not seeing much. He's a bit similar to Sancho, really, in in terms of amount of minutes you you actually see him. But well, he just looks assured on ball. He's he's just got every every attribute you you'd, you'd want in a in a centre defender. So I think he'll be all right for him. I agree with that. I think I think he will be a much better signing than Sancho for Man U. Mm. Uh, because they struggle to partner Maguire, and he will be a perfect partner for him. I think, I know, obviously, we've said about people coming over and not necessarily adapting to physicality and all that kind of thing. But is you don't you don't win the amount of things he's won, make the amount of appearances he's made at that top level without being able to cope with it. Lindelof wasn't the same as that one. I know he was highly rated, no. but not had been there and done it like Varane has. Uh, and I think actually it's an absolute steal at the price they've got him for. When you Forty million, I just said. When, when you consider that Arsenal have just paid fifty million for Ben White to get mm. Raphael Varane in for for less than that, I think obviously Man U usually overpay, but on that on that, I think they've got an absolute steal and it, at that price. I think it's a no-brainer. I can't believe we're sat here saying that forty million is a steal. By the way. But, I don't know. I don't know who's better, Varane or Ben White? Oh, ben White, absolutely. Ben White's got the potential, hasn't he? But at the end of the day, mm. that's all it is at this moment in time. So yeah. What yeah, I would say is, if to, for developing that potential, is it the wrong club? Yeah. Well, let's talk about Ben White because I think it is one of the big transfers. Fifty million quid. Uh, I don't think it's been confirmed yet, but I think it's you know much like the Varane one, imminent. Um, Wayne, I know you love to see Arsenal fail. Um, pick up on Odin's point there. He's at the wrong. Odin says he's at the wrong club for his development. Where do you sit on that one? Well, it works really well for Rob Holding when he went to Arsenal. Um, yeah, well, <laughs> same type of transfer, but yeah, I mean, no way comparable, but similar types of player. Um, and look how well his career has gone. He's, you know, Rob Holding's playing for England every game, and uh, you know, he's getting player at Montfort. No, oh, never mind. No, so picking someone else there, Anna. It, it, I, I quite like Ben White, not as much as Odin does, um, but I feel like he's made a bad choice. Is it a choice you could have turned down though? Because it, 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 it weren't like Man U and Man City came in as well. Hmm. Not just that, Noel. Really? Is a, a, I think I'm right in saying this is a boiled Arsenal fan. Oh, okay. Fair I don't awesome. like that. I don't like that. Why? I never liked that. <laughs> why? I think Arsenal still sort of for some, they still have a reputation for developing youngsters, even though they're not really done it mm. for about 10, 15 years. Because they did have that batch of really good youngsters they brought through, all in on to have good careers. Uh, and, and they can still they still manage to bring them in. And you've got the odd one, your Martinelli's. Um, Serge Gnabry. I mean, nah, not. It's yeah. all right. Serge Gnabry has had a good career, but it's like your Smith Rose, your Martinelli's. They're still about, and you're thinking, well, maybe they have mm. still got. But I'm not. Alexi Wolbe. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I would say is with him and all is that on a positive spin for Arsenal is that it, we are Arsenal have traditionally played and are they want him to play uh, he'll fit right into that 
And also, he'll definitely play every week, so Arsenal are shite at back. Yeah. Yeah, I think what Lax said is is right in that if he had another option, he possibly, whether it were, maybe also took the other option. But if there isn't one, then Arsenal is a better option than Brighton. You're gonna you're guaranteeing yourself Premier League football at least. Odin, do you think Leeds will be willing to pay that amount for him? No, 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 no. I mean, I think that were our. Especially what did you bid last season, summer? Uh, 30. 30, I think. So. That's, that's a lot. Yeah. For, for, for untested in Premier League yeah. and all. Uh, but yeah, and, and Brighton said at the time that they didn't want to sell to a rival. Well, if Brighton uh, consider themselves as rivals to Leeds United, then the, the world's gone fucking mad. Brighton are a fucking, at best, championship club. <laughs> they soon forget. They soon forget, don't they? The the the, the little shitty running track round the ground. <laughs> tell, you what, tell you what, Odd, you could uh, you could just splash the cash. You know, live the dream. Don't worry about financial fair play or any sort of issues about going down. You know, bring back Peter Ridsdale. Let's just go for it. Beautiful He's to busy. watch. Peter Ridsdale's busy. Yeah, governing the game. How has it got to that, by the way? Just quickly. No idea. How has he come back from a football ban to be on <laughs> EFL board? I just can't. He's been at Preston for years, hasn't he? I don't know. They yeah. were banned for a long time, though, weren't they? They've been for about six years. Yeah. Joking aside, no one wants to see him anything to do with football. And uh, I hope he. No, I don't know if he does. I hope he goes back to Leeds and does it again, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> no. yeah. um, just the point that everyone seems to be making on social media, uh, Sancho and Varane for the same price as Ben White and Nicola Pe- uh, Nicholas Pepe. I suppose. Um, yeah, think of that however you want to, Arsenal fans. Because well, the thing that uh, I saw somebody mention that I can't remember who the other player were, uh, but the They've brought Ben White and Ramsdale in, and you could argue they've let uh, Martinez go for less than they're going to pay for Ramsdale. I know they ain't got Ramsdale yet, but they're probably going to get him, aren't they? They're going to have let Martinez go for less than they're going to pay for Ramsdale, and Martinez is probably a better keeper than he is. And Ramsdale's got his last two teams relegated over the last two years. (laughs) It's a big season. It's all part of the plan. Well, it's it's a big season for Arsenal and, and Arteta because if Arteta's got a free reign now, he's getting free reign to spend this cash. If this goes tits up, win, Arteta's out. True, but then he gets his dream job at Wednesday, so it's all good. Okay. On the face I'll of go- it, it's not improving Arsenal. Thank you. It's not. No, I agree. <laughs> the ends justify the means to me. Uh, Arsenal, I look forward to seeing you at first round at League Cup next year. <laughs> yeah, interesting season for Arsenal. Really, really interesting. Because uh, it's got to go right for Arteta. If they have to finish 10th again with spending the money that Arteta's been allowed to spend, it can't stay. But then they're back to square one again. Um, big, big season for them. Any other Premier League transfers that have sprung out? Uh, There's a couple at Villa, isn't there? In, uh, Wendy and Ashley Young, what do you think to them? Red is a very good. I think it's potentially a very good sign. It's a very Aston Villa signing, isn't it? Very, very Aston Villa signing. Um, 
spend a lot of money, hoping he comes good. He, he was amazing at Championship, wasn't he? We, we all know how good he was at Championship, but it is a big step up, isn't it? I'm I'm not I'm not convinced again that we're the area they needed, but I do think he's a good player. I do think he's a good player. Um Yeah. Time will tell time will tell one it's another one of them. Time will tell whether it uh, works out or not, but I do I do think he's decent. He's cut he's coming. El El Mohammed is gone, Annie. That's that's the kind of standard I'm expecting of. Or eight okay. in Premier League, or eight. Mm. But don't pull up trees. Well, you got the, we've got Jack Grealish still there, but still rumours um, with links away, still linked with City. Um, and the other big one that's not happened yet, which is the talks of called Harry Kane to City. Again, something still pops very so often. Um, when those two, from an England point fans point of view, there's someone just had getting those two together to play in a Man City team with Phil Fun and potentially Raheem Sterling is a dream scenario. Pep Guardiola managing all four of them players. I know there's no financial fair play, but realistically, could you see Man City getting both of those in this summer? Be amazing that one. <laughs> I can, I can, I can see the Kane deal happening. I think City need a marquee signing to appease fans over the whole European Super League. Think. Still think they need that. Um, Daniel Levy will sell. They don't. They don't tend to. I know City have spent a lot of money over the years, but they don't tend to overpay for players. That's the only thing I'll say. Rare, isn't it? They're gonna have to pay massively more than they've ever paid before to get Harry Kane. What's their record transfer? Ruben Diaz. De Bruyne. Probably Diaz. You might be right. Well, sixty. Sixty somewhat. Were it? The odd, yeah. Thought De Bruyne was seventy. No, he were, he were, uh, I he think he were under 50. Yeah, he, he wouldn't have been that much for Wolfsburg. I remember he? Merson going on about it. That's that's the only thing that Tuan brought quote up recently about saying he's not worth, I think it was something like 40. According to Transfer Market, uh, Kevin De Bruyne was uh, 64 million and oh. Ruben Diaz is 61. Uh, again, that's just going to Transfer Market. Fair enough. So a lot. Riyad Mahrez just behind on 61. So six Ruben Diaz and Riyad Mahrez are apparently cost the same. Uh, again, good transfer. How many goals would Harry Kane score in that Manchester City team? I think we should all sit here and have a guess, <laughs> just in case it happens. About four per game on average, it would be fucking stupid. <laughs> It'd be like a football what? manager when you, when, you buy, when you get the in-game editor and you just... But bring in that type everybody. It was just ridiculous. They win seven nil most weeks. It was just ridiculous. I genuinely think he would get so it'd be, it'd be like the season Ronaldo before Ronaldo went to Real Madrid. I would mm. I think he would get into the forties at Man City. Yeah, Why not? I, it would be a stupid number of goals. Injuries aside, it'd be a stupid number of goals. Because he won't have to do a great deal. Everything'd be put on a fucking plate for him. Yeah. Mm. I'll go thirty one. In all competitions or league? League. In the league. 40. Mm, 40 I'd, I'd league. Go, I'm with 42. Oh, you fucking arsehole. Why is he doing 43, is it? <laughs> I'm going to go 35. Um, if it's all competitions, it could be 
you could be talking up to up to up to nearly fifty, you know, Champions League and Cup games, everything else. Um but probably you want to play League Cup or FA Cup realistically, don't they Champions League? And they probably they certainly play FA Cup. It wouldn't play the early stage at League Cup if they got to semi-final or final. It's playing them. I don't know if they so. would. He doesn't tend to change it, does he? It also depends on the FA Cup who they draw as well. Mm. Well, when, we, when, we, when they draw us, they put out a strong 11, almost the strongest 11 they had. They take, they take, it, it takes it really seriously, FA, particularly FA Cup. That's why we lost as bad as we did, because it was a full-strength team. Anyway. Well. Um, another one that I'd just like to get people's opinion on, particularly as they've made the, the appointment of Rafa Benitez. Uh, I can't help but think that the signings they've made, the sort of signings he would have made at Newcastle. I don't know if anybody mm-hmm. agrees with that in uh, Damari Gray and just Townsend. Are they really, you, you're a club like Everton, you've got money to spend, you're trying to break top four. Are they really the sort of signings that they want to be making? I think the one they pay for Demarco is very, very good. One point yeah. million or something like that. I think he's a decent Premier League player. I think he's good enough to help them in terms of a squad game. Um, but yeah, I, I know what you're saying. I, I get it. he's not. He's not. He's certainly not exciting, is he? Not that exciting. Doesn't look like that from that side to me. <laughs> when when Josh Townsend got re- released from Palace, ah. Uh, I genuinely thought he'd probably go to top end championship club. Because mm. uh, I mean, I don't, he must, he's in his thirties now, and he's not really or, or, a, or a newly promoted Premier League. But I, I thought mm-hmm. that's where it'd be somewhere, somewhere like that. He's thir- now thirty years old. Yeah, mm. could be, could be, to be fair, it could be interesting at Everton next year. I suppose it depends how many youngsters they can get older, but could be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Kevin, Kevin Campbell were on Sky Sports. No, we won't. <laughs> Kevin Campbell were on Sky Sports saying that they've been, they've been brought in to put crosses in. You got Calvert Lewin, who was one of the best attackers ever across in the Premier League, and that's all. That's he seems to think that's their game plan. I don't. Is, is Andros Townsend? Has he got? Is it right? I, I, in fact, I'm going to say it from both. They're not known for the good delivery, of it. I know no. the wingers. But they're not exactly dead ball specialists. They're not known for putting no. a, a brilliant ball in. They're the sort of striker, a bit like Kareem Harris, uh, or, or slightly more expensive Kareem Harris, where they'll get to the byline and they'll fall over the ball and play half a goal kick. They're, they're the sort of wingers that Townsend and Gray are, aren't they? Townsend, on his day, <laughs> is excellent. His day is <laughs> like once a season. You just compared Townsend to Kareem Harris. I have, funny. yeah, because they're, they're fast. But not very good technically. Townsend, I'm maybe being actually I'm maybe being a bit harsh on them both. But they're more reliant on pace than ability. I think both of them. Mm, I mean, yeah. Unless they're not going to play out wide, you might play through the middle. If you've got Sigurdsson in there, you can uh, you can pull our strings. So it should be all right. You'll be able to find anyone. Okay. Um, Lord, go on. I was about to say this old one talk us through uh, Leeds. Yeah, we'll let you have your um, moment. You can tell us you're not going to spend any more than spend 150 million again. <laughs> uh, I think there's a two or three more signings in pipeline before we're done. But uh, yeah, getting Harrison uh, on a permanent now, uh, that's uh, done and dusted finally after three seasons on loan. How much? Uh, I think it were. Not 10. much, is it? 
10, 10 million. Says 11, uh, the transfer market says 11.5. Yeah. Cheap. Very cheap. It's a good deal, though. Yeah, I assume, yeah. And uh, another senior signing, Firpo from Barca. Uh, to be honest, I've not seen much of him and he's not played that many games, but what I have seen in him is that he will fit in perfectly and I think he'll be a, the steal of the season at £12 million. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I do. And I will say I, for Leeds that they have bought well, haven't they? So hmm. I know he's, we're sat here and we're saying, fucking hell, you just picked a nobody up, really. And, and well, Barca, uh, they only let him go for that much because of the the waging uh, getting the way. Yeah, I mean, you're on hundred grand a week. Well, people <laughs> will say, people will say, you don't get a contract at Barcelona if you're not a really good player. But then I remember Rodri at Wednesday. So, Braithwaite, <laughs> Martin Braithwaite, he looks alright in Euros. Yeah. Rodri's yeah. going to do a backflip. That was about it. He did do a good backflip. <laughs> yeah. Uh, inter- again, interesting season for Leeds United this year. Really interested. I'm, I'm not quite asking them what, what they think is going to happen because I know what the answer is going to be. Um, but the, 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 there's a few clubs just, I'm looking at thinking I'm interested to see how good they got on this season. Arsenal won. Uh, Leeds are another one. Interesting to see how they got on this season. Mm. Um, I, I'm, as, I'm as excited to see our... Because uh, we've bought quite a few young players again. Uh, so I mean some of these England internationals it's looking a really bright future England youth internationals yeah okay Uh, not just that uh, um, Sean McGurk from Wigan he's another youngster that I think we picked up for next to no yeah just watch him looking forward to it yes um, so, that's I all can't the believe League. it's not with this biggest one yet. To be fair, I can't believe nobody's mentioned it. One, Scott Carson is finally signed for Man City. Yeah. Oh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Best what a life! What a life! Yeah, unbelievable yeah. scenes. Yeah. Tom Eaton's gone to Man U, hasn't he? Yeah. Paul McShane. Assigned for Manu as the player coach of the under twenty threes, and he's thirty five. <laughs> yeah. yeah, crazy. It is crazy. Um, so that's all the Premier League done. The important one, Scott Carson, done, ticked off the list. Um, so now we've all got leagues. We've gone from Championship, League One, League Two, and the National League. Um, I suspect this will go down in varying rates of success. Um, um, we're going to—I think we'll start from bottom to top and finish with the championship because it's probably the most interesting league out of them. Um, Sorry, so, apologies in advance. Ah, uh, fuck's sake! So Wayne's got the national league. I got league two. Not all you went league one. I did, yes. And Odin's gone championship. Bear in mind, Odin doesn't care anything past Leeds United. It'd be interesting. Championship. He should. He should know the championship. Well, that's what. That's why. We, that's why we put him higher up. Yeah. Um, if, you wanna, when... if you want to switch off for the next five or six minutes, mate, and I'll I'll give you like a thumbs up when it's ready for you to wake up. Yeah. No, I'm I'm interested in uh, listening. 
right. Well, we'll we'll start in as we start in National League North. There's one transfer I want to talk about there. It's I thought it was quite interesting. Um, Brad, former Bradford and Grimsby striker James Hansen, big old fucking lump that they had up front for many years. He's actually dropped down part time and he's signed for Fazer Celtic in National League North. He's only actually 33 year old. Um, he's had some injury issues over the last few years, but he's still got a pretty decent record. I think he's um, something like one in four, one in five, a goal scoring rate for Football League, which is not particularly bad at all. They were pivotal yeah, well, in that league cup year, weren't they? Yeah, for yeah. Great, great player for uh, for Farsley. That yeah, he, he, spoke... he took that took that league and all down to the ground. Big mm. big shit house, isn't it? Well, he's, he's had offers from league, apparently a League One club and several League Two clubs, and he's dropped all the way down and decided to go part time. So, really good. Yeah, I, I, I spoke to Kerry Arneson for Rod for the New York Talk, and we asked him what you know who was the most difficult play you've played against. And what he said, obviously he's played against some good players, but he said one of the most difficult players, players that ever played against was James Anson. He was basically unplayed. You could not beat him to the air. He was so good in the air. And he's played against some, not just for Rotherham, he played against some fantastic players. So that's how good he can be. At what he does, you know, he's not he's not going to play in the Premier League, but at what he does, he is fantastic. For, for National League, no, that's a really good signing for them. Yeah, I was uh, quite impressed when I saw that. A good look to him. He does have a history in non-league. Uh, started out at Eccles Hill. Um, so it'd be good for, for him to get back to it. Um, yeah, good luck with that one. A um, couple of ones in National League that I did see. Scott Quigley, top scorer for Barrow last season in uh, in their League 2 campaign. Hold uh, on, something's popped up on my screen. I have no idea how to get rid of this. There we go. Um, and Lexi's now bored. Yeah, uh, 15 goals in League 2 last season. Actually, 35 goals in 73 appearances for Barra across the National League and League 2. Uh, and he signed for Stockport in National League. Good signing for them. Good to see Stockport getting back to a decent footing. They've got some financial stability now. I was about to say they've, um, got, they've got investment last year, didn't they? Uh, yeah. They, see they, them coming back sometimes. So, mind you, everybody in conference has got money these days. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's just a, the thing. Um because there's no financial fair play or anything, they'll do what they want in there. And teams will do what they want to get to the promised land. But I thought that were a good signing for him. Um, yeah, it pretty much got Barra promoted um, with his goals. So, yeah, really good signing for them um, now that they've got some stability back in the team. There are a few other signings as well. Um, the big obvious one we'll come on to in a moment. A um, few players that won't be playing at National League this season that I'm a little dis- disappointed about. Uh, Nile Ranger. I'm afraid he's, he's been released by Southend. Is he in prison? Uh, probably. Um, he, he's probably. He's probably got uh, another job um, that isn't exactly pay as you earn. Um, uh, Greg Halford has left them as well. He's gone to Was Waterford it? in Ireland. I was really disappointed <laughs> about that. Good old Greg Halford. I thought you might. Uh, I thought you might be looking forward to seeing him play Alexa. Um, <laughs> And uh, Jacob Mellis as well, former Barnsley midfielder. He's been released by Southend, but that was always going to happen um, after their relegation. Um, no point going through all the other ones, but we'll, we'll talk about the obvious one because we've mentioned his name on podcast a few months ago. Paul Mullin, uh, 30 goals last season, 34 goals, sorry, last season mm-hmm. for Cambridge in 50 appearances um, to see them prove to promotion. And he's dropped down the league. Now, there is reasons for this. He's signed for Wrexham um, in the in National League. Wrexham recently purchased by two Hollywood actors, 
um, Ryan Reynolds and Rob. What's the, what's the other guy's called? Rob, or something like that. Yeah. That's the, uh, can't pronounce his last name. Rob Mack. Um, so they've, they've uh, apparently the he got a lot of different calls from League One. No one from Championship apparently, which interested me. I thought someone might take a punt on him. But a lot of different calls from League One, League Two, and uh, that Rob McElhenney gave him a call and convinced him. And apparently, it's nothing to do with the money. It's to do with the plan. Really, and I think that's wow. very very noble of him to do that to drop mm-hmm. down the leagues for the plan for the club and not the money. Yeah. Um, Wrexham are obviously going to be the team to watch this season. It's um, just we were on about the other night. You'll have to look at sponsors they've dra- dragged in. They, they, <laughs> they've got better sponsors than most at Premier League sides. Yeah. TikTok, Expedia. Oh, they were a load of them, weren't they? TikTok, Expedia, National Lottery. Are they sponsored by that gin? Yeah. Aviation American Gin, which is Ryan Reynolds, it was owned by Ryan Reynolds. I don't. I think he actually sold it, but he still sort of keeps shares in it for um, for promotional reasons. So they, you'd think they'd be the team to watch. They've not gone crazy. The players signed yet. Um, however, with the, with the way that the football league, or most clubs actually do uh, business, if you sign a player in July, you are. When a player leaves the club, end of the contract, they're entitled to a month's severance pay. Mm-hmm. If you sign a player in July, you have to pay pro rata that month's severance pay. So there'd be no point in signing someone in July. If you wait till the 1st of August, you can sign them without paying any severance pay. So you'll see a lot of players that have already had the, you know, penned down to sign for another club, but won't get announced till the 1st of August, so that, that club don't have to pay the severance pay that the other club's supposed to pay. Um, so there's not a great deal going on at the moment. Probably more in the next week or so. How do we feel about the Wrexham owners? Um, Ode, it's an interesting deal. Two Hollywood owners, bizarre, interesting, um, pumping, starting to pump money in. Yeah, Deadpool and Big Mac. It's, mm. uh, it's an interesting combo, isn't it? I love the uh, back of the show. It says, oh, it's always sunny. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's just another Salford, really, isn't it? But mm. with more glamour than Gary Neville's uh, <laughs> u- ugly scum face. So, yeah, interesting. Yeah, Salford, but with more glamour than uh, Brian Giggs controlling the situation. Yeah. yeah. It'd be good to see some clubs like the back in Football League. I have nothing against teams like Rick's Sutton and one of, one Football of my League worst, clubs. Uh, Nights as a as a as a Wednesday fan were against Wrexham to be honest. So that might have something something to do with Chris Adamson being in net though. It it had a lot to do with Chris Adamson being in net. Wait, four nil or four one at home first first round of four one. We got it. First round of some cup. Can't remember which one it was. Might be League Cup. Yeah, we I once went we went to Wrexham and we beat him in FA Cup. Guy Branston shockingly got sent off, Uh, but we still managed to win one nil. Uh, I mean, a couple of times, Wrexham, it's a shit all, but I'd like to see him back in Football League. Um, anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, played him at Hillsborough when Kenwin Jones were on loan back in 2005. And he scored, I think he scored two that day, and then Fraser Digby got injured, so they played the last 15 minutes with some random defender at next, didn't have any more subs left. <laughs> and we were just shooting from 40 yards, we were just toying with him. It's great to watch. Um, moving on to League Two, I got League Two, um, and again we talked about this. It's a strange transfer window. There's not many signs, but we'll go through what they have done. Um, prior to the last week or so, 
I saw Bristol Rovers as doing a lot of really good business. Uh, the sign of three or four former Fleetwood players, Paul Coots dropping down to League Two, I think is a good signing. Uh, Harry Anderson from Lincoln has again good pedigree for League for League Two, um, but that's all been thrown into a bit disarray. I was not going to go into too much detail, but Joe Barton's had his off the field issues again, which could which is he might not lose his job, but it certainly throws into question as a player you've just signed and that it's, there's a bit of um, unknown. Uh, what's going off in that to, in terms of management? So, good, good few signings, but I have no idea what's going to go off at Bristol Rovers with that one. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a shame, isn't it? Because it's not like Joey Barton, that is it. No. It's a shame when club were launching a real assault uh, on, on transfer market. Yeah, so keep your eye on Bristol Rovers for not necessarily a transfer because they've spent them, they've spent signings from Rotherham for a little bit of money, but for League Two, they were having a go. Um, let's see how it happens with that one. A uh, couple of the names I've just gone through the names I've sort of I know Colchester signed Alan Judge and Freddie Sears. I've seen which were Frank, quite I'm, interesting. I'm, I'm literally just looking now. They got Frank Noble, Luke Chambers, Cole mm. Schools as well. Who's manager? Is he ex Ipswich? Because they've got about 38 ex Ipswich players signed. Close to win it. I don't. I'm not, I don't think it's really, but I think they're, they're, they're geographically pretty close, aren't they? Well, are they? Now that I mention it, Colchester. They're not, are they? No. They're not that far away. To be fair, it's not. It's not a million miles. Their head coach is Hayden Mullins. Mm. I don't think we're Ipswich. No. I don't know. Obviously, probably best known for his Palace. Yeah, that's I thought I thought it was West Ham. Yeah, West Ham. Yeah. And Pompey. And Palace. Um, so yeah. That's a couple of good signs for them. I think I think Freddie Sears may have been there before. That may be where Ipswich bought, got him from in the first place. Um Alan Judge again is one of those players that is very, very good in his day. But I think his day may have passed in the championship in League One. Struggle as long as he doesn't come against Dan Drysdale. Um struggle after he broke his leg. They were really disappointed yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Brentford, they were at Brentford, weren't they? Yeah, they yeah, were at Brentford. Brentford. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, a couple of clubs in League Two. There's been some ownership problems. Uh, Rochdale and Swindon, which which has meant they've not brought in many players. Swindon have brought in two players. Rochdale only three. Swindon have resolved their ownership problems. Um, it all seems to have gone pretty well for Swindon now, finally. But it's put on back foot. You know, a week or two before the season starts, they're not necessarily going to be bucket full of cash. Um, Swindon are a yo-yo team between League One and two, League One and League Two, aren't they? they? They have that in them. No, no names. I, I couldn't. You know, I've looked at the, who they signed, and they don't really mean anything um, from what I've seen. So Rochdale again, only three signings, having just got relegated and changed the manager. They had Brian Barry Murphy, didn't they? Who they sacked um, and bought in probably Stockdale. <laughs> so. By Rochdale. Um, and the final name that is worth mentioning is Callum McManaman has returned to English football. Uh, he was out in Australia. He's returned to Tranmere Rovers, who will look like they've had a pretty good transfer window as well. They narrowly missed out to Morecambe in the playoffs in the semi final. And Tranmere, Tranmere are going to be strong, aren't they? For that what, type of club that's pretty strong in that league. Career for him to, uh, because how many years were it with Wheels? Uh, it could only have been three years ago, maybe? No, he were, he were either 16, 17. 
you have a 16-17 or 17-18 who were with us? I think 16-17 who was with us. Yeah, it would definitely um, be Carlos year. Yeah. Carlos year. Yeah, we were, we were because we basically replaced uh, Megiddo with him, didn't yeah, we, as well. Uh, he weren't that good, to be fair. He was okay. He weren't that special. He had, I think, he had ability though. I'm surprised to see him. Dying. I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember seeing him. He never got on pitch much though, did he? But I think no, when he came, he on, but he's still playing at top in the league one. McGeady. That's that's what I'm mm. saying. Did I'm surprised to see he's dropped so low. Yeah, I think injuries took up the toll, aren't they? He got a couple. But when when he at Wigan, he picked up a couple of bad injuries, and. He never seems to have really recovered from that. Um, but he's back in England. So, again, big name. Some some big names down there. Uh, league 2 is, what, is always a good league to watch. Salford have always been busy, as you'd expect. Um, that is my League 1 round done. Not, not all. Do you want to take over League 1? Uh, I can do, yes. Uh, to be honest with you, what I've noticed, which I've not paid a great deal of attention to League 1 over the past... How many years we've been out? Eight, nine years that, we, that we've been in championship. So it's been a bit new to me having a look back down. And I noticed that really most people sign under 23s and hope they work. Because that's also they've signed a lot. There's a lot of Premier League under 23 movements. You don't know whether any of them are actually yeah. any good. So um, the team I've, I've picked out as having the best wind probably so far is Ipswich. Uh, obviously, they got a bit of investment. Last season, they brought Paul Cook in as manager, who's proven at this level on many occasions. They've brought in, uh, I think, standout signings, probably Raheem Harper. They were really highly rated when he broke on scene at West Brom. And that they were in mm. Premier League at the time, if I recall, because they were waxing lyrical yeah. about him. I remember thinking at the time, I don't think he's that good. But I was I was talking Premier League standards then, and and nice found himself in League One. He's uh, still only relatively young. It might be, a, it it could be a, a revelation really for Ipswich. Uh, they brought Lee Evans in for Wigan, who's a good, experienced central midfielder. Funny uh, guy. Yeah, good comedian as well. Um. So he should have some some pretty good experience there. I think it, it, it was he been promoted out of that league we before Wigan Wolves Wolves or Wigan? I think it might be Wigan. Uh, yeah, so I think I think they've got they've got a good solid signing there for the division. Um, I think I think from when we were there before and when we've been there in the past, we've when we've not done very well, we've tried to sign players that are too good for the level thinking we can use these next season in championship and it never really works. The teams that do well in League One are the teams that sign the best players from that division and that's how, I think that's what the Sheffield United ended up doing and they'd been down there a long time and in that sixth season they signed a lot of good players that have played at that level for a long time and that's how they managed to get up and that's the impression I get from the signings that Ipswich have made. So Joe Piggott's Joe Pig, Joe, Joe a really good one. Yeah, he's scored a lot of goals for Wimbledon over the last few years. Um, Scott Fraser from MK Don's got a lot mm. of experience at level. Wes Burns from Fleetwood's got ex- a lot of experience at that level. And then and then they've got the odd couple more like Macaulay Bonds coming from QPR. Um, I think he scored quite a few at Charlton when he would earn in League One, if I recall. 
uh, which led to him getting the move to QPR. Obviously, it's not worked out at QPR, but he should be a good signing for League One. Um, Matt Penny, they've brought in. Uh, what me and Wayne can say, it'll probably be our, our, our eight in League One, I think. He'll be very competent in League One. He'll be a very strong seven out of ten player. Yeah. That's all you need is left back and all. Is he left back? Left back, left wing. But he's, uh, he's, he'll be steady. I, I thought we might keep him on for that reason. But uh, I'm also not surprised to see him go. So, And the only other one is that. And, and I don't know much about the bloke other than what I've seen on Class of 92 is the big the big keeper, Vlad. I can't pronounce his name. Vladki. Always looked all right on that. They, 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 they spoke a lot about him on Class of 92. So <laughs> we'll see if he's any good. But I think they're, they're definitely a standout. Mm. And the only other two teams I can think of that have really had what I'll consider decent windows. Sorry, I'm scrolling through Transfer Room website here just so I can <laughs> remember who they are. But Burton Albion's didn't look too bad. And they had a really good second half of the season when Hasselbank came in, didn't they? So if they mm. get if they have got these signings right, you might see them being quite strong next season. But they brought in uh Oshilarger from Charlton, who we had at Wednesday, didn't we win? Uh, although he very rarely played, but I think he's built. A we, decent... had, we, only, we had him on loan for a month, to be fair. Oh, did we? I, can't, yeah. I, I don't. I don't recall him even playing, but I've seen him since because I know we were. And he's built a decent career for Sen at that level. I think he did all right, Charlton last year. Um, decent centre half, left side of centre half, I think, if I remember right. There's a few familiar names. Cam, Cameron Borthwick Jackson. I don't know how he's mm. found Shit. himself. Yeah, well, yeah, I know he's found himself. Bouncing about lower leagues, though, and I don't think that was expected him when he broke on the scene, were it? I genuinely thought when he came on the scene, he could have been like the next big thing defensively. He looked like he got the whole thing, and then he just seemed to leave Man U and just drop out. And I don't know, maybe, maybe he had injury issues, maybe he was just a bell end. I don't know. But he, we, he, had, he, we had him alone from Man U. He, he, he was one of the worst left backs I've ever seen play for us. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. He was he was awful. Hold on, hold on. Him or Danny Pugh? <laughs> Danny pronounced Danny his Pugh. name wrong. <laughs> I can't say his name. I should say. All right. <laughs> he, he, he just had no... Danny Pugh. Yeah, he, he had no tactical awareness whatsoever. He just just ran around like an headless chicken. Didn't didn't did nothing effective. That was Danny Pugh. That... Danny Pugh had more positional sense than him. Okay. Uh, and another signing for Burton that I think is all right. They brought in Louis Malt from Preston. A strike I think will probably do all right. So I think he's pretty steady. Mm. Player to bring him. One thing I didn't notice about Burton, which it, some of the players that are still playing shocks me. They've released a lot of experience. Now, I'm assuming they just want to get rid of all these players because they're really old. But I didn't realise a lot of them were still playing. So they've released Stephen Quinn. They've released 38-year-old... He's signed somewhere else. Yeah, he has, Mansfield. They've released uh, 38-year-old Luke Varney. Fucking hell. (laughs) And he he signed somewhere else as well. Uh, Quorn FC. Not sure where they are, but I don't like the sound of them. (laughs) Uh, John Joe O'Toole. Farrers. They've let him go. Yeah. Uh, and Neil Erdley. A lot of experience. It's a manager. 
You literally were player manager about five years ago. Well, they've just released him now. <laughs> when that was Commonsley. Oh, I can't remember. Them four have got a combined age of about six million. <laughs> uh, you saw that Neil Ludley's gone to Lincoln, it says on here. They can't, can he? I don't think so. He's, I'll, he's I'll investigate. Out. Yeah, yeah, you investigate. Uh, and only other only other club that I thought, oh yeah, they made a couple of signings. What well, they might be all right. It's Bolton. Uh, they've signed Ahmad, Amadou Bakayoko from Coventry, which I think he did all right at this level. Yeah, um, yeah after he's inconsistent, but he can do a job. Uh, De- Declan John from Swansea thought were a, were a good signing for. He's, I know he's a left back and it's not really a position you think you want to make sure you get a star left back. But I think he'll be a really good player for level. Uh, and the only other club I'm going to talk about is Wednesday because obviously I know. That, oh no, I forgot to mention one actually. Gillingham. Gillingham have brought Chappie back. I saw that. Steve Steve Evans. Evans. Yeah, Steve Evans, isn't it? Welcome back to the real world, Chappie. Yeah, but they brought him back down from Motherwell um, after. People, people should know that they, these guys are friends with him. It's not just some random guy. <laughs> they are friends with him. That's why. That's why they mentioned it. Aaron Chapman, he's playing goal for us five aside many years ago. Never played like subs. Never played yeah, like football. Lasted <laughs> round to win fucking league two title with Accrington, didn't it? <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you want to talk through Rotherham. I'll let you talk through Rotherham first, like so before I talk through Wednesday. You signed Ferguson. That's Shane Ferguson's a, a really good sign. I'm really, very happy with Shane Ferguson. I think he's a, he's always well, he, been a solid player. With Newcastle. Uh, yeah, he went at Newcastle. He spent years at Millwall. And he's been, he was one of them at Millwall that just played every week for him, but we're very solid in a solid team. Um, he's a left-sided problem. He played left-back, left-wing. And Joe Matic's injured again, so we need cover in that left-hand area. Um, Crooks has gone. Matt Crooks has finally gone for roughly one and a half million. Uh, I feel like you always undersell your players, though. Like, see, I think this is Odin's touched on this before. I think you've undersold him on one point five million. I think in the current market, with COVID and getting relegated, I think it's about where it should be. If COVID wasn't around, you'd add half a million onto that at least. If we would have stayed up, you'd have probably had at least at least half a million, maybe another million on. I, I can see Odin's I can see Odin's face here, and and this is the mentality thing that he's talked about. And people can say, "Chan series delusional," blah blah blah, and I, I don't disagree with that. But you, he went away and slapped five million on Josh Windass straight away, and it probably won't go anywhere because of that. But rather than never do that. Why would we? Why it's unrealistic. Is that a contract in a year? Uh, if he's out of contract next year, I suppose. Next summer, I suppose. You know, I was just about to give you a bit of stick. I didn't know that. Um, given that, I think it's actually probably a reasonable price. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't realise that a contract <laughs> next summer. In, in, yeah. <laughs> that changes my opinion a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> we, we did speak about it because uh, I remember making comparison to Beckford scoring goal that took us back up to the championship mm. when he were out of contract. Uh, but that's uh, that's it's how you'll see things in it. Yeah. It, well, exactly, it's risking it. Rather than very much see themselves as a as a stepping stone club, don't they? I suppose. Yeah, but it, but it works. For, you know, I know we, we're now fishing in Scotland for some players, but it makes us a more attractive for somebody in Scotland. They look at something like the Matt Crooks 
and will boxers came from Scotland and think, well, if I go there, I've got a really good chance of moving my career forward. If it's with Rotherham in Championship, which is where they've been, that's really good. But if it, if, I, if I go there and it doesn't quite work out, they've got proven record of moving me on to higher place club. So it's a win-win because it makes us more successful if they're good and also it makes us a bit of cash as well. Especially at time. We, we've, we've all lost out, all clubs have lost out on a lot of money and we're not like Sheffield Wednesday, we're not like Leeds United who've got rich owners to cover that cover that costs. We need to, we need to be, do we need to be bringing that cash in and that's massively helpful to our transfer. We'll now, we've now got three or four signs lined up for this week having only signed one player. This cash is massively important to us. You're too honest as a football club. You, you need to be more like, of a stadium, Lexi. <laughs> Lexi, Lexi, we, we know, right, you, right, you and Peterborough are two tramps on the street, but Peterborough's got a nice suit on, so they're not, he's, he's making, he's looking like he's making money, and that's why people pay more money for uh, Peterborough's players. I mean, the, the, the difference is that Ivan Tony, who has turned out to be one of the best championship oh, you players. You can't just say that, though. They've done it what regularly, about, year it, on year. Go you go back to Mikhail Smith, Aaron... Mikhail Smith, Aaron fucking... Can't remember his name. McLean, Aaron McLean. This, they are oh, strikers. Strikers are yeah. worth more money. You've got to bet man, strikers are worth more money. They've always done it, Peterborough, though. It's a good can comparison, Odin. It's a good comparison. Can, can, can we just point out, Odin made that comparison. All right. So, Darren McAntony, if you are upset with what Odin said, I know you can't do it right now because you couldn't be wanking in front of Mirror Naked, but if you're upset, complain to Odin, not us. <laughs> I, I, know, I know I prefer to have as chairman, Darren McAntony or Tony Stewart. I, won't, I wouldn't want that prick as my chairman. Uh, so... Uh, it's still too early in our transfer. I, I don't know if you, you guys, Wednesday, are similar. It's still quite early in your process of bringing players in. Uh, it is, but I don't, I don't know if Wayne Wait, will agree or disagree, but I don't think we'll fetch many more in any way. Um, we can only no. bring in frees and loans. We're not allowed to pay a fee for a player because of uh, restrictions that are on us. Um, this business has been all right. I don't, I don't really know a great deal about most of them, to be honest with you. Jack Hunt, I think, is a very, very solid signing for League One. We know we never really replaced him when he left. So to get him back and to get him back in League Below, I think, is good business. Uh, the kid Dennis, Ad I can't pronounce half the names. Dan Dennis Adenirin, is that right, Wayne? Sounds about right. Go ahead. Uh, if he played uh, thirty odd games for Wickham last year in Central Park, so you would you would expect him to be all right in League One. If he's been playing at championship level for the last twelve months, so but he, he's they've all come in on freeze. Uh, we brought in the lad from QPR, Shadipo, who spent last season alone at Oxford. I think he scored fourteen front wing. So on paper they look all right, but I suppose time will tell. The thing for us, the most important thing is that we don't lose players. I think because the spine of his team is good or should be plenty good enough for League One. Uh, well, we're just about to lose Bourne, aren't we? Yeah, I'm not about Bourne anyway. As a defensive thing, we've got Ioff, we've got Dunkley, we've got Hutchinson for centre half, and all three of them should be up there with be best centre halves in division. Really, uh, it's just injuries. We all three of them. So, and that's my concern. Luongo will be probably pivotal, but he suffers with injuries. 
so I think it's most important for us is keeping first eleven fit. If we can keep them fit, then I think we'll be up there. But a lot of them suffer injury a lot of the time, and I'm not sure how much depth we've got. So mm. we just, shall see. Just while we've talked about Wednesday, I know it's not particularly transfer related, but I do need to mention this. Um, one of my wind at all wearing last season's shirts, sponsored by the amazing company Elevate. Really good quality these shirts. Top of the top line stuff. New deal oh, with sixty quid. <laughs> Fifteen pounds sixty. Right. I'm paying fucking sixty quid for these. I'm not fucking stupid. Um, lots changes up at summer. I was really vocal about arm, which I've started to despise the club last season. Um, got a new kit supplier in in Macron, which I know Odin loves. Um, new kits look uh, look good. Season ticket prices have been dramatically reduced. Um, we can now get a season ticket for three hundred and sixty-five quid, I think, on COP, which is I, I don't I don't I won't say good because it's I want ticket prices to be as low as possible, particularly in League One. But I think it's affordable now, unlike in previous years. And new match day ticket prices are released over the weekend as well. Um, highest ticket price for away fans for next season is now going to be 26 quid. Anywhere between 20 and 26 quid, depending on what game it is. So we're going back to a, a, where we were before in terms of affordable pricing. Most expensive tickets gone down from 52 quid to 32 quid. Um, clubs actually going in the right direction for once. So fair play. I'm still not going to buy a season ticket. I always start paying people. <laughs> Scenes. I've been I've been overheard uh, Lee Bullen at Offset the other night. Um, it sounds like everyone's actually up to date. I was I was doing a bit of ear wigging. It seems like pay, everyone's been paid properly. Um, so things moving in the right direction. And after this month, when the final um, severance pairs have been for the big earners, there shouldn't be cash flow issues going forward. We should be almost self sufficient. What about you, uh, season ticket refunds? Most, I'm led to believe like 99% of people have got them now. There's still people that put on social media that they're still waiting for the refund, but I'm convinced almost everyone's got them. Right, fair enough, I'm going to say they, uh, they might be paying for this reduction. <laughs> yeah. I'm still not buying a season ticket. I've got my season ticket at Hallam. I'm, I'm set. I'm good. The thing is, the match day pricing now makes it affordable to just go on off, on occasion. Mm. So. I, I'm going to see what the membership scheme comes out at, see if that saves you anything on match day, and see if that's worth it. If not, I'll, I'll probably go to a handful of games this season. Because when Chelsea took over in 2015, I said I wouldn't pay 30 quid for a ticket at Hillsborough. I haven't. I've sold most of it. I've paid 28 quid, and at least I might be able to go some games this year and keep my principles. The very principal man is win. Not bad. Not bad. Um, we said we we said tonight it was not going to be a very long episode, and we've already done over an hour. Um, so Odin finishes off with the championship, and then we can wrap up with any other news. Alex Moore, it's gone to West Brom. Job done. That's my championship round. I could have put money on that. <laughs> uh, yeah, joking aside, uh, Fulham have made a couple of good signings. Uh, that Harry Wilson deal is dodgy as fuck, by the way. What? Oh, I don't know details on that. I, don't, I know it was Wilson signed it. 12 million quid, but Fulham don't have to pay anything until 2022 or 2022, 2022 2023 season to get around financial fair play. Okay, now it's like DFS. 
Also, Fulham, Gazaniga. I think he'll be mm, a, 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 a steady, a steady championship goalkeeper. Um, well, uh, you remember Chong at Man U? Yes. He, he's gone on loan to Birmingham. Could be a good sign for them, that potentially. Yeah, he looked alright when he first came on. Uh, he played against us in a, in a Papa John's or leasing.com. And he played really, well, like our first game of the season, but he, he would play and he played really well. But I think their business in general looks all right. Uh, Birmingham's, mm. they've got Ryan Woods, Dion Sanderson's quite highly rated, isn't he? Mm. Uh, Chuck Sanike, I know he's getting on a bit, but I think I think they've made decent signings at Birmingham, actually. Who was that? Mm. It's Boyer, their manager, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Uh, actually, Fitzgerald's gone to um, Hell. Watford. Is it? He keeps getting on the moves. On the free. How does he keep yeah. getting moves in? That's bad. Yeah. He's done nothing in his career. No, he hasn't. Uh, um, who else has gone? Uh, Sammy Amiobi, I believe, has gone to Middlesbrough. It's very much he, he just, I'm going to say, he just dots around, doesn't he? He just, yeah. He's one of them players that's managed to find another struggling championship club and go and sign for them. Mm. And next year, yeah. he'll find another. <laughs> convinced people only know him because of his name no one actually knows if he's played well the last few years or not <laughs> oh Sammy Amiobe just so they can say Sammy Amiobe he's not going to do his footballing ability he's not that good he weren't that good at the peak of his fucking powers he's never been that no. good at football he's, so he's, he's, he's always <laughs> always had a worldie against us every time it doesn't matter who he's played for he's fucking he's been best, one of the best players on pitch so, the thing, the, the thing is with Warnock, right? Because Middlesbrough have made a couple. Of, they've signed that Ick, Ick, I can't pronounce his name. That kid that played up front for Wickham, Wickham last year. Yeah, Ick Pezu or something. Uh, and I think he'll he he will suit Warnock down to the ground the way he plays. Mm. Brought in Lee Peltier, which is a classic fucking Warnock signing. Somebody yeah. that's way too old over hill, you're thinking he should be dropping our leagues by now. And Warnock brings him in, he'll be a fucking well beat, you know, he will. Sammy Amiobi is very is 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 very average. Uh, mm. you just know Warnock will get him playing. I can, they're the sort of the, the like you said, the typical Warnock signings. It brings in players that have nobody else would consider really, I don't think. The only one that they've they've brought that I think would be wanted is Crooks. Uh, mm. The rest of them are sort of just uh, nobody. Uh, we'll have him. We'll have him. Uh, I think. I think they'll improve on last season. You never yeah, know with that with Warnock. Yeah. They, 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 could, they could go finish second, couldn't they? You know what I mean? It's yeah. just I don't think they will, but they could surprise everybody. Nobody thought that Cardiff team would go up, did they? No, we. I think we. Yeah. Uh, me and Nuts all thought the relegation. Relegation, <laughs> yeah. That season, yeah. yeah. Uh, what were we going to say? Oh, is uh, did you say Varney were a free agent there? Yeah. <laughs> oh, now no, he signed for um, oh, Quorn oh, FC. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Quorn FC. All oh, right. I was going to say, well, I thought Warnock might have been uh, been in for him. Paddy Kenny and all, he's lost some weight, hasn't he? Mm. It's amazing what's okay in Izzy Brown going to Preston? And then doing his Achilles. <laughs> Fucking hell. You know what? I'm really upset. He might not make it to Qatar. 
He's turning him out not. He's a good player, is he, Brown? I know he was just no, a shit for you, but it's could. Right. On his day, is a really, really good player. Injuries. I'm putting our relegation down him. to him. I'm putting our relegation yeah. down to him. If he'd have not yeah, fucking he... took that corner against you, would have stayed up. <laughs> if yeah, somebody else would have took that corner. <laughs> and, I'm uh, convinced yeah. the lad is perpetually on magic mushrooms because what he sees is in his performance and what we see is completely fucking different. Whether he's playing one twos with fucking pink elephants on it, I don't know. But he he's, he's so full of shit. It's unreal. I, I were excited when we signed him on loan, and uh, mm. he, he, he were injured when we first signed him. Uh, didn't come in well January, but yeah, I'm saying you were was tall and Wayne, uh, and he had one of them moments for Leeds and all uh, towards end at playoff semi final against Derby. I uh, the 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 ball's still travelling now uh, somewhere in out outer space. Um, yeah, and it, it, it was that kind of moment, and I, I suppose it was that kind of moment we are at all uh, with it, with that corner. Hmm. Is it? Is it? I think God's telling you to retire, mate. Football in your sport. If you keep yourself fit, we'll have him back. I'd gladly have him back if, if he could keep himself fit more than ten minutes. I think what's all that? What's happened then? I went a cough. What were it? Yeah, we're we're a cough. Oh. Just came from nowhere. Okay. On the other uh, side, I've noticed in Championship. I don't know if Odin picked up on it. What Jack Marriott's gone home to Peterborough. Well, well, maybe, well maybe he'll discover himself as a footballer again. <laughs> is he and Jack? Is he Brown and Jack Marriott are going to business together? <laughs> Something outside of football. Football in their bag. <laughs> yeah, it's oh. good. It's exciting this time of year. Every almost everybody is excited this time of year because nothing's gone wrong yet. The signings haven't been shit yet. Yeah. So everything's been positive. I think it helps that we're all ready to go back into stadiums. I've got my first game back at New York Stadium on Tuesday night against Newcastle. Um, me and Wayne went to a game on Friday night, which were exciting. I'll be there Sunday. Not all supporting the EFL Cup, Carabao Cup on Sunday. I wonder. Me, me and Lexi went to, uh, went to a non-league game on Friday night and there was a, a small fight. Uh, someone nearly got a leg broken and didn't even get a foul out of it. It was fantastic to watch. It could go tomorrow. Yeah. It's uh, Alan <coughs> Sheffield tomorrow. It's the oldest club derby in the world. I was considering it, but I think I might go to Port Vale instead. I'm not been to Port Vale before. He's going away to Port Vale on a fucking Tuesday night. It's only still not far, is it? You said that. It took us about three days to get there when we went. We're done we're by Callum, We were 4 0 down inside 20 minutes because Tom Pope had the game of his fucking <coughs> life. Um, yeah. How, is it, how is this coughing contagious? That's all I have your money's there. It's a new yeah. thing that um, COVID passes through 5G. <laughs> um, anything else anybody would like to touch on? I mean, this has been an extremely long episode, so we ought to wrap it up, to really. It, yeah, to be fair, we, we didn't do an episode last week, so we're just we're getting out of all this frustration, aren't we? Yeah. Um, if you are listening and haven't yet, please join the Super 6 and Fantasy Football League. If the Fantasy Football hasn't been tweeted out yet, it will be soon. If you would tweet yeah, it out I'll, at all. Yeah, cool. tweet it out, yeah. Um, we, we, we can't... We're gonna, we change, I've changed that. format this year, though, on Fantasy Football. Just going to put it out there. Oh. It's, uh, I think it'd be better for keeping people interested. It, you, you're matched against people, so you get three okay. points for winning. Oh, cool. Fair enough. So yeah, if you're, if you're enjoying that, go on our Twitter's, 
Monkeys underscore show, I think we are on Twitter. Go on there. You'll find all the details for the Super 6. I think if you're already in Super 6 League last year, you will be automatically carried across. Um, but if anybody wants to join, please do go to our Twitter feed and you'll see all those details on there. Uh, we will be back next week when we are going to do our preseason predictions because we will be leading up to that. Uh, is it a Charity Shield coming up soon? Does anybody know, by the way? Who cares? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. All I know is it's going to be a full. We'll have us first. We'll have us first. Full house. We'll have us first match day review at season next week. We will. Wednesday against Huddersfield. Yeah. (laughs) We're in this competitive football that one of us will have been at. That's good. I've been to two games of it last week. What more do you want from me? Yeah, but the teams you don't support. Anyway, you're dragging this on, Wayne. It's always fucking you. (sighs) Right. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching. If you're on YouTube, please subscribe in iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you was. Please do subscribe. Follow us. I know if you a lot of people have listened to us through the years. I hope you stick with us. Uh, and we are going to assume that you've stuck with us, as is the Northern Monkeys motto. Um, I say we're back next week at some point when we are. Yes, like this is One moment to go. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Jesus. This fucking Wi Fi. Anyway, thank you all. Thank you, Nuttall. Uh, it's been a pleasure as always. It has. Nice up, to be back. Up the owls. Like, oh, share, subscribe. Don't message fifteen-year-old girls. <laughs> Even yeah. <if> it... <laughs> <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> oh, no, not obviously. Wait, the monkey. Don't do this at fifteen. Never mind. Like you don't know it's still recording, don't you? Lexi, why are you dragging this out? That should be the end of the show right there. Thank you, Odin. Thank you. Lexi, two tramps, one in a suit, one in a pair of skiddy underpants, goes for a job. Who's getting the job? Who's getting the most money? You'll get a bag of chips. (laughs) Why would you get a bag of chips to somebody who shit themselves? Fine. <laughs> it's got silly now. Come on, guys. 